You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm going to help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who are running out of it. Until one moment changed everything. Welcome back to Volhand Level Living. I don't understand what's happening. I've been having visions. I knew he was gonna die. I think I'm seeing the future. New York City's a whole new level of crazy these days. What do you want from me? New York City is a whole new level of crazy these days. This is an emergency. Get off the train. That man's trying to kill you. What? Who are you? What is going on? I can see the future. Oh, what the hell? She didn't see that coming? That's <laughs> not how it works. I've seen that man before. So who is he? Ezekiel Sims. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. I recognize you. You live in my building. You're the paramedic. Yeah, you almost ran me over. You don't think this is weird? How we're all connected? It's honestly like the least weird thing that's happened all day. What do you want from me? You have no idea what those girls have come. Why don't you want from me? I think he can see into the future. What you want from me? He's trying to change what happens. Your future was almost so different. If you want to live, you have to trust me. Get ready. Now. Welcome to the periodic table of awesome. My name is Dion, and tonight I am joined by Quiddy uh, and Jill. Uh, 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 no, and no, Tra- what? no, what? <laughs> Wait, no, sorry. <laughs> Wait, apologies. What is the it's name of this show? Right. Uh, well, I didn't. Wait, did I? Yes, I did. Oh, I, I apologize. I didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, not as clairvoyant oh. as you claim to be. No, not as clairvoyant <laughs> as I claim to be. Sorry. Welcome to the periodic table of awful. Um, mm-hmm. And fuck y'all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's awful. No. It uh, really is awful. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, is yeah. Awful. Well, well, welcome <laughs> to uh, this de- delightful, like, rebrand just for this special occasion. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and it felt all, appropriate. We're all awful. My name is Dion, and I'm joined by Quinai, Joel, and Travis. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 I couldn't do that. Yes, we're going to chat tonight. Welcome, Trav. How are you going? Hey, uh, I just realized my background's back to front. Is it? Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's okay. perfectly um, fine. It's no, perfectly no, it's fine only on back to front end. to you. It's just oh. back to front, yeah. Oh, but really? That's a, yeah, okay. that's okay, though. Yeah. This is a frippery I don't normally uh, bother with. No, no, you don't oh. have to worry. books and a random cat behind me. Yeah. Atlantean that- sword leaning against something. Yeah. Uh-huh. And no. that's good. Like, well, you- Welcome to having a like- background. Yeah, it's like Quinny's room. There's always something just off the side of the camera there. 
Sure. Yeah. Well, can you like what? No. Usually we say to Quinny, "Is like, what can you reach out and grab?" He's like, "I've got one of those." Like, yeah, I'll just pull that out and stick it down. It's like, okay, great. And we have to apologize because Quinny seems to be stuck in a limbo, uh, potentially from Tasmania. I'm not quite sure where he is, but he's just uh, oh, for fucking com- sake, coming very interstitial kind yeah, of yeah, place. Yeah. And yeah, he's in, yeah. You are you're so in, annoyed. You are you in some South American jungle where there is a <laughs> there's a bunch of spider people and it's very far away and you can't get to things. And and what's more, in this jungle, I am here to tell you that with great responsibility may well come the phrase <laughs> "get fucked." <laughs> oh, don't spoil no. anything for people who haven't seen the film. Uh, oh no! Hey, um, can can you spoil that which is already spoiled upon the moment that you pull it from the fridge? If if you pull the rotten meat out of the fridge and put it on the counter, doth it become more rotten? Well, yes. Yeah, it does, <laughs> of course. Yeah, it, it does. Because that's how okay. decomposition works. Have you experienced <laughs> time? <laughs> nice <laughs> fucking metaphor. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry. I, I, I should say I'm not the one who does metaphors. That is Dion's job. Yeah, like, Dion is Captain Metaphor. I have the long-winded and, and may sound like a shit metaphors. superhero, but it's still got fucking nothing on Madam Web. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's yeah, got the true. ability to to somewhat see through time. She kind can of. see things before they happen. A little bit. She's yeah. a, she's it just a, took her six goes to work out what it was happening, but she's six. a she's a <laughs> and then some. She's a Marvel Universe Jedi. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling a bit bad because like when I came out of the movie, which I laughed through, just howled. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't normally do that. Like I, you know, I, I try not to disrupt the viewing experience for anyone else, but. Sorry. Like, that's the only way I could survive that film. And, yeah, and I was like, fuck yeah, man, I'll come on. i got some shit to say about Madam Web. And now, <laughs> after a few days, and you've, I've seen the furore around it and the vitriol and the venom, I'm like, oh, it's just a fucking movie, right? <laughs> it is, but at the same time, it's a fucking terrible movie. Oh, it's a terrible film um, in many, <laughs> many, many ways. And it's... Uh, uh, and I think it's important to note, and this probably doesn't need to be said to your regular audience, but it's not terrible because it's a, a, a female-led, like behind the camera and in front of the camera film. Exactly. Uh, it's not a, a bad film because it deals with themes of female empowerment and all that jazz. It's a bad film because, like, it's a fucking train wreck. Uh, yeah. Like it's uh, it's badly written. It's badly cut together. There are like there are uh, like continuity problems in major mm. scenes. Like, yeah, continuity just incredible. Um, it's got bad thought it's, processes. It, it's bad because the way it's kind of awkwardly plugged into the extant um, sort of Spider-Man mythology that we're dealing with on screen now, but in a way which is entirely modular because originally it was going to be set in the 90s well, and okay. it was going to be in the same universe as the uh, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker. Fuck knows why. We've got to get on to... Uh, the faults with like multiversal storytelling at some point. And but, then they decided, okay. no, yeah. we're going to make it part of the, the Tom Holland Spider-Man, like the MCU. So they just kind of changed all the nineties references and needle drops to like 2000. There is a reason for this, drop. Travis, and we will drop. explain this later. There is, there is a, a bigger reason behind this that we will talk about in the spoilers section. Okay. Um, um, that, that is one of the things that I've read about, but um, one thing that I will say, yes, it plugs into the Spider-Man universe 
in much the same way that Duplo was supposed to plug into Lego, namely fucking not at all. <laughs> See, that's a good metaphor. Actually, it was a simile, but uh, like, baby steps. Baby steps. Uh, I'll get you there. Get you I, right up I, I'll, I'll the analogy. I 100% agree. I 100% agree with all of this. But I think, I think the reason that I... That, I'm angry with this film is because I'm tired. I'm tired no. of this all. It's been too long. You've had too many goes. And now there's just a succession of absolutely pointless films coming out, which maybe later we can discuss some of the potential whys and wherefores about that. But yeah. this is just the latest in a string of dog shit films that are very annoying, that even the actors don't know what they're doing when they're in the film. Yeah. Between this and um and Aquaman, the Aquaman sequel, it really does feel like like that's it. The I, sort I of the, the primacy of, of superhero films of you know of cape operas. And it's just like you know after those two, like the two latest films and you know DC and Marvel, the big dogs, and you just like, ah, uh, I I argue uh, that because this ain't fucking Marvel. Oh yeah, but if it was good, they'd say it was. That is you know, so I accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I you're right. I'm angry that you're right. Yeah. You know, it's still under the, the, the Marvel rubric, you know. Yeah, it's Sony, but what was the last Marvel film? Uh, was it um, The Marvels? Marvels. And it was good. It was okay. Yeah, I, did. I, like, I finally caught because they didn't do a press screening, which is always a, a bit of a mm -hmm. red flag. And I finally caught it the other night and I was like, oh, yeah, this is okay. Like, it's pretty mid, but it's like, it's not mid for any of the reasons that idiots yell about. It's just kind of <laughs> loosey goosey and yeah. wanders a bit. And it's, um, but the it's characters fun. carried it for me, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, Kamala Khan, like, I'd die for that kid. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's still, but it really underperformed. Um, and it's another. It underperformed like, because Chud's. Fucking didn't want it to perform, not because it was a bad film. No, no, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, it it could have like under optimal circumstances, it would have done really well. Like you know, Captain Marvel made a billion dollars, but that was off. You know, just after was it uh, Infinity War? Like that was after Infinity War and before Endgame. Yeah, did it? I can't yeah, now remember. Now trying to remember. I think. Or was it after think, Civil War? I think we're getting no, 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 because. No, uh, it was in the in the oh, middle. Are we it getting, was in between yeah, the two. Between. Are, are we getting distracted by Marvel films that we really did like instead of yeah. talking about yes. this one, which is very specifically Madam Web from right. Sony? Why don't you okay. give us a, uh, a precis, a little synopsis? Uh, just so we we have the Travis is after our jobs. He's like, what's oh, going on? It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> How do you know what's going on? <laughs> I don't okay. understand. Right. Did um, you want sorry, some music we, behind we this? I would love some music behind it, but also I would very much love to know the shit accent. Oh, is it um, is it Ezekiel Sim shit accent? Uh, um, oh shit! What, is what kind of accent? Dakota Johnson's uh, acting. Um, <laughs> no, no, note. I've got one. I've got it for you. This is the accent I want you to do it for me, Quinny. I want you okay. to uh, give it in the accent of a Sony executive flying between New York <laughs> and Los Angeles at thirty thousand feet, sending idea bubbles to a production assistant about what they should do in the film. So you know, just think of it that way, and you know, off you go. Sony executive flying in between LA and New York. But uh, okay. don't. Don't do an accent. There's no, there's no winning there. <laughs> no. Okay, well, and, and bear with me because Sony. no, 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 no. Shit accents are my bread and butter. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, here we go. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so. Well, like, Madam Web should be so. Like, so Kathy, Kathy Web. Yeah, she's like a she's a, a New York City paramedic who's uh who's starting to show signs of uh fucking uh what are the kids like uh clairvoyance. She yeah, she can second fucking see through time. I can see through time right fucking now, and she can see the same as me. So so uh, okay, so uh she's into TikTok. She's into no no. She's uh she's forced uh. Uh, hang on. Where's the Where's the book? Where's the book? Where's the book of things that we we have to put in these films? Uh, she is uh, forced to confront revelations about her past, and she must. Too much cocaine for Queenie. Uh, 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 this is perfect. Uh, three women. There we go. Because because chicks like they they love that and and they're like oh she must she she's from a mysterious uh, guy like some guy who just wants to kill them all some fucking guy really angry guy who wants to kill all of them fuck yeah give me another fucking bump. My God, wait, was that it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was watching Wolf of Wall Street. Flawless. Um, unfortunately, that's not true because it's like back when when movies were fueled by cocaine, they were better. <laughs> I just watched Russell Mulcahy's Ricochet the other week, and that blew my fucking mind. Go and see that. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's amazing. Denzel Washington yeah. and Ice-T, and John Lithgow is a psychopath, and he has a gladiatorial fight in prison with Jesse the Body Ventura, like fucking the are dad you, you, sorry, 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 are you the telling me that versus that, Jesse the Body Ventura. you got to see this movie. There is an underground fight club in the first half of the movie? Yes. Yeah. But it's a good one because they literally fucking gaff tape phone books to each other as armor. It's great. Yeah. How many sharks do they jump at the end? Yeah. All oh. of them. <laughs> if if the uh, shark is a giant spear and the metaphor is that it goes through people, sure. Oh my god. Rob in the chat has made a wonderful joke. Is Madam Webb a paramedic, so does that make her Web MD? <laughs> yes, well done. Yes. Um, Yes, well, yes. That, Thank you, that, Rob. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you can go now if you wish. Yeah, this <laughs> film was, this film any of the jokes made, in the movie. Uh, but this film wasn't made by cocaine because no. cocaine, you get a horrible kind of energy and passion. This was made by mathematics. This is made to like fill in a, a, a quadrant on a graph and Numbers, to retain, yeah. uh, you know, financial rights to certain uh, lucrative IP. Uh, yeah. Much in the same way that Roger Corman made a fantastic four movie back in 1994. For example, I've seen that. For fucking reasons. <laughs> uh, the, I have seen that film is far fucking better than this. Or There's much... a documentary out about that, um, which I, I saw on US Tubi. Um, and it talks to all the cast who thought they were making a real movie and went out and like campaigned for it and tried to do the talk show circuits made themselves available you know thought it was going to be their big break and of course it was never going to be now this isn't quite that it's not quite as cynical but it's kind of worse to me because like that was just a couple of shifty dudes going like what do we need to do to hold on to the fantastic four rights and this was basically uh, a giant corporation making millions of minute decisions to uh to force this thing out into the world in order to hold on to some lucrative ip rights you know i'd rather rather hate an individual arsehole rather than like an entire unbeatable system i don't know i feel like right. jill, jill had said that earlier jill how was this movie hmm. made you wrote a ticker about it 
I don't remember what I wrote oh, a few days you, ago. So. <laughs> you were talking about how this was this was instead of paint by numbers, it was AI by uh, script course. Oh uh, yeah, totally. This has got to be the first successful AI written script, and I deem successful I, I in the, the terms of it. It made it to screen. <laughs> it did feel oh. very much like that. It's like thing happen. It was entirely yeah. paint by numbers, and like. It's, so much of it just didn't even make sense, though. And I feel mm. like that's the the beauty of AI. It can write, like, an absolutely coherent piece of garbage and still not make sense. I mean, this is how we get spider people, right? And I was expecting them to come out <laughs> oh. with, like, multiple hands and arms and things. It's like, sure, spider people. That's that's a that's yeah. a thing. That's yeah. a thing that happens in the Amazon. Um, we fed an AI machine hours and hours of Spider-Man movies, and this is what it wrote. <laughs> Yeah, and then said so the I, I title think, is Madam Web. I've, I've seen a bit of chatter about uh, the script um, in sort of film Twitter, uh, and how much stick the the credited screenwriters are. Who are? I don't have notes. I just have multiple tabs open. Uh, <laughs> Matt Sazama, uh, but it's and uh, yeah, Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless, and a lot of people like people outside the industry have been dragging these two, and people inside the industry have been going like. Oh, that's a bit mean. Yeah. Now, to give you an idea of uh, what these guys have done, uh, so they did Dracula Untold, uh, <clears throat> The Last Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel, uh, Gods of Egypt uh, by Alex Proyas, uh, <laughs> breaking... Power Rangers movie. But it was breaking story, Glass soundtrack every time that goes. Like, tsh, yeah. Tsh. And then the and then the big one too is uh, uh, Morbius and and Madame Web. <clears throat> Uh, uh-huh. And they and they were showrunners and EPs on the the Netflix Lost in Space series, which was Look, was okay. which was I thought a very fun. good TV series. Yeah, but okay, and that's probably a, a better expression of their sort of artistic intent mm. and temperament then, because like they're running the show. Uh, but I've seen people sort of go to bat and go like, "Look, you you don't." Because people are saying, like, how are these guys still getting work? They did, like, fucking Gods of Egypt and and Dracula Untold. And, like, three of their films I actually quite like. Like, I don't mind The Last Witch Hunter. Like, it's dumb, but it's kind of a, it's an okay kind of, like, PG urban fantasy. If if you want one of those on in the background while you're doing something else, perfect. Um, and I, I kind of get a blast out of uh, Dracula Untold and Gods of Egypt. Um, Gods of Egypt in particular has the balls to just be, like, completely insane. Like it's it's an, it's a just a complete kind of creative barbaric yawp of a film, and it doesn't make any fucking sense, but it's kind of not supposed to. I think uh, and is, Dracula Untold is just like you know, it's, uh, it's a little uh, bit uh, it's a little bit know, unfair. It, it, I think. It's a goth themed fucking prom. Uh, sometimes it's, you want it's that. a little bit unfair, I think, to sort of tar writers with the one brush and say everything about this film that's wrong with it is because of the mm. writers. I don't believe mm. that at all. So, like, while no. it is fair to say, hey, they've made so, like they've written some pretty yeah. dodgy films. Um, every it's it's a village. It takes a yeah. village to make a film, and once you've done the writing part, usually you don't usually come back until it's out, and you're like, oh, yeah. That's and that's what a lot of people in the industry have been saying. Like, you know, you know, they keep getting work because, like, the first drafts they do are fantastic, and then it gets noted and 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 focus grouped and blah blah blah, and then you know, arbitration comes out, and that's who gets credit. And you never turn down credit unless you can afford to, because mm. your residuals are based on credit. Unless you're Alan so, Smithy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd have to say now, there'd be a lot of studio interference with this film. Oh, and really? Like this? This is not even a producer-led film; it's a studio-led film. The the perfect case in point is like everybody shits on the Green Lantern movie. Now that movie was written mm. by Greg Berlanti, who is prolific within the CW in writing fantastic superhero TV shows, but it, that movie was edited to shit by Warner Brothers. So. Mm. It, there's no doubt that Sony had a hand in destroying and this movie. When we get to the the spoiler section, I do want to talk about the the version of the script that has been bandied around as to what it was originally meant to be like, and what the key. Now you've you've kind of hinted to it a bit. These um, there and there have been a few questions as to where things should have been set or where the characters were meant to be. But when when we get to that. Uh, spoiler section, I, I do want to talk about it because the original concept and the original first sort of draft apparently had quite a cool idea that I do want to kind of run past you. But anyway, let's talk about this piece of shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we start in Peru. It's it's 1973. Um, one thing I find fascinating is that that 1973 date is further back in time from our current date then the 1936 opening of Raiders set in Peru was from the release date of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's going to take me a moment to wrap my head around the multiple levels of I don't give a fuck, this movie's terrible. No, it just means that, uh, like, if you if you kind of remember 1973, you're old as fuck now. Remember how long ago 1936 felt when you saw Raiders? This is longer. Oh. No, I don't. Uh, need, I don't need to be no. aged so drastically. Thank wow. you. This, I mean, I mean, look. Do we all know? Can I ask a question? Does anyone know Madame Webb from the comics? Raise your hand. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, from stuff I read as a little kid. I'm talking like yeah. late seventies, early eighties, and supporting character in in Spider Man, and was an old lady. Uh, yeah. with she a an old lady in her eyes, and was on life support, looked like a big yeah. web. Like that's it. Maybe <laughs> two issues. Jill, any any experience of Madame Webb at all? No. So okay. to, my, my experience of Madame Webb is, uh, and, and this I, I haven't seen her in the comics at all, but she was the introducing character or the framing character in Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Oh, my God, I saw that show, but I wiped it all from my memory. <laughs> yes. I love that you remember that. You're like, yes. what? Oh, I wish I could remember that. <laughs> it's like, I, chose oh. I, was watch I was watching that shit and I'm like, that's a, that's a choice. <laughs> like a character that nobody really gives a shit about, and she's telling the story of Spider-Man through Cirque du Soleil. And a scant few years later, there's a whole movie about this character that yeah. nobody really gives a shit about. Mm. I know. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a strong choice. It's a bold um, choice, but it's also an understandable choice that uh, they open the movie with quite literally, like, here are three spider-powered ladies that do cool Spider-Man things, and then we don't refer to them again till much, much later, and in fact, that's all you're going to get. Yeah, I think the marketing's really done the film a disservice because like you you don't get like the the three spider tears doing their thing. That's all flashes of the future. That's just glimpses, right? Yeah. Mm. And 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 let's let's put that out there right now. If you are going to this movie thinking that you're going to see an Sydney Sweeney a, in a, a Spider-Man you will for yeah. like or, or <laughs> for anything that feels even seconds. like a Spider-Man film. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not getting that at all. You're no. getting a completely different film. No, no. Uh, all, all that you're doing is is watching a bunch of people running away from dark Spider-Man. Mm. 
That's it. Who didn't even get a villain name. No. He's just going to go Ezekiel. And can any of you please explain to me why why Dark Spider-Man? Because this I don't uh, yeah. understand. Like, Ezekiel, so, I so kind he, of get where he's coming from, but why does he occasionally turn into Dark Spider-Man? Because he got powers from the spider thing, apparently. So also, like, he, he had a vision but, but, that three women would kill him, so he wants to, So it's kind of like the oh, no, I get, I get that. Right? It's like Herod. I get I get that, but I don't get how sometimes he rocks up and he's Ezekiel Sims in barefoot in a suit. Yeah. Barefoot, don't know why, in a suit, fair enough. Um, and then fucking seconds later, he's Dark Spider-Man. Well, and I don't get that. I don't get like, why he changed. Like comics, anyone? Like, anyone? you know, like Venom does that all the fucking time. No, I'm bats and eyelids. Yeah, but that's because you know, it's, he has it's a, just a magical a fucking, fucking villain suit, you know? It's, it's like now Tony Stark doesn't have to, like, duck into a phone booth anymore. It just, like, pops out all over him, you know? Like, a, the instant change costume is now a, a trope of the genre. Like, I'm cool with it. That's, that's the least of our problems with this fucking <laughs> I call bullshit on that. I call <laughs> utter bullshit on, on that because Ezekiel Sims, the way that he's presented in this film, is not shown as having, any, like, yes, he's got spider powers. Yeah. I assume, um, and he can, you know, envenom like envenomate people, but I don't think he can do fucking anything else. I, he he doesn't produce webs or anything like that. And and he can he walk on ceilings, as far as we know. He can walk on ceilings. Yes, but he doesn't have a symbiote. He doesn't have fucking uh, micro tech that makes his costume appear. He can. And I honestly think that in one version of this film, somewhere along the way, there was two people. There's the spider guy and there's Ezekiel fucking Sims. It, it does, like, we know there were reshoots. Um, and it does, like, it's a real hap haphazard film in terms of structure. Like, it barely hangs together. Motives are pretty unclear. Um, you know, it, it's driven by prophecy, which is kind of a great get-out-of-jail free card for a while. Because it's just like, oh, I should be over here. Oh, i got to go and save these three girls. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch this and dodge that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like what, I mean, why are we here? Oh, I felt we had to be. Oh, it, okay. It's used. It's used in that way where what? it's like, oh, Madam Web can see the future because for some reason she had some sort of reason. She had special spider venom. And also, I'd like to point this out. This shit, this shat me. This shat me a lot when I watched it. I was like, wait. So Spider-Man got bitten by the spider and that made him Spider-Man. But there is literally a tribe of people in South America who all have these spider powers and that undercuts the originality. And their spider I'm, I'm is not radioactive either. I'm no, it's just magic spider. I'm yeah. going to shove myself into a locker <laughs> for knowing this. <laughs> but uh, this all kind of ties in loosely because I didn't read it all. Uh, it's about to some degree to uh, J. Michael Straczynski's run on Amazing Spider-Man. Pretty sure it was Amazing Spider-Man, uh, where he sort of brought up this idea of like spider totems. There's like a spider totem, and when you get spider powers, no, no matter how you get them, you're kind of tapping into this spider totem, which is why like we the Speed Force. Yeah, kind of like the Speed Force, but you know, for oh. spiders. Cool. Um, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, so it's kind of that's why we've got so many sort of more spider-based characters these days, to some degree. And Ezekiel, yeah. and whatever his like supervillain name is, uh, he is from that. Like he's a Straczynski yeah. character, so and, that's okay. what that's sort of anchored in. Yeah, I mean, I it does make a whole lot of sense. Apparently, it makes you design a costume for yourself, which looks like 
the costume of this fucking tribe that you've never clapped eyes on. Yeah, who wears <laughs> neckerchiefs? That was one thing uh, that Quinny right? did point out to me. And ideas just boil out of your head. How did the guy in the tribe of spider people in the Amazon have a dainty neckerchief as? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to put my hand up to something that, and, and I'm going to, like, actually say I did something very, very naughty, um, did something that I would never normally do. I'm a strong believer in following the code of practice uh, or the code of conduct that when you are in a cinema, you shut the fuck up, um, <laughs> you, you know, and at the point that we first saw the the spider people who with their red body paint and black webs. I was, I was like, <laughs> no. Um, but then later on in the film where neckerchief spider person comes back and drops the, the fucking great power and great responsibility line in reverse, all fucked up. I actually yelled, Oh fuck off. Um, and <laughs> I feel bad about it because I know that's, it's, you know, not kosher to do in a press screening, but at the same time, that was the biggest laugh that the movie got. Yeah. So. <laughs> was, uh, like, I was at that screening. They didn't do it once, but they also did it twice. Yes. They repeated it again. And when <laughs> yeah. it's a dude in the neck of saying that it, it nail makes it in worse. harder. Yeah. Yes. Just to. Shut the coffin. I mean, yeah. Like did it again. Yeah, it's like, you got to get the word in. They said the phrase. It wasn't really the phrase. It was like a backward phrase, but it's still technically the phrase. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's sort of like franchise adjacent. Like, mm. this is not a Spider-Man film. It really well, felt like they it. were dancing around all of the Spider-Man stuff as if they weren't legally allowed to say any of it. And, and, they, and there were literal dancing in there. They literally in danced to Toxic. Civil War. When yeah. we got introduced to the MCU Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man, great, great introduction, you know, when Tony yeah. Stark rolls up on the house, Marissa Tomei's Aunt Man, we're like, oh, holy shit. Um, they do the scene without saying the line, but you know that he means the line and it yeah. has this incredible resonance and you're like, oh, fuck, that's Spider-Man. Like, I believe him instantly. And in this, it just feels coy, and kind of like lazy, but pretending to be clever. And, yeah. You know, you know, they're just playing anagrams. It's like swapping the words around. And it's like. Yeah. I think that's kind of the, that, that should right go on. Here. That should go on the cover. It's like Madame Webb. It's lazy, but it's pretending to be clever. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've got a bunch of notes that I. Oh, I, I, oh I, yes. Scribble so, down straight so afterwards. And I'm pretty sure you do too, uh, yeah. uh, Jill. Oh. Liz. Um, Liz. So, yeah. Liz, whoever the fuck Liz. you are, I don't know. The worst timeline. Yeah. 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 It's, pretty, it's a pretty table of awful with Liz. Liz. <laughs> and Quinneth. I don't know why the fuck I said Liz. <laughs> Daniil. Okay, so. And Trayvon. Anyway. Uh, my, my, my notes. My notes are uh, kidnapping three girls. So apparently walking past some cops with three girls is kidnapping them, and three hours later, a newspaper will be released that says kidnapping three girls. <laughs> like, how fucking often are newspapers released in the Marvel universe? <laughs> I mean, like, that's yeah, every, every also, hour. To make every... <laughs> it to a truck stop, God knows where, three hours after the abduction. Hey, it's like, the 90s. They had literally, you remember newspapers in the 90s that has 6 a.m. run, a 10 a.m. run, a 12 midday run. 2003, thank you, Dion. Two in the afternoon <laughs> run, 3 p.m. edition, 5 p.m. edition, 7 p.m. travel <laughs> edition, and then midnight 
late release. Like that was just your standard newspaper delivery schedule. Well, my apologies for not being old enough to remember that shit. Um, uh, my, my lovely friend Jesse, who watched the thing, said that um, the the villain, um, I mean, we obviously there is a massive villain problem with this film. The villain just doesn't make any sense. Like, he, okay, yeah. yes, he's driven by uh, essentially Reed. prophecy. But yeah. so, like, his whole thing is he got magical spider. What does spider do? Don't know. Magical. Um, and his entire thing is... His goal is to not die. So technically all he had to do was just not fuck with anything and he would have not died. Villain's got a vill. Like the spider that he has is fucking 30 years old and still kicking. Like he's just doing his best to keep that spider alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also I looked at it and went, they just totally missed a really interesting part with that villain, which is like, so when he touches people, they get like toxic uh, yeah, venom poison. injection yeah. and they die. So really, wouldn't that make you angry if you just couldn't touch anyone for the rest of your life because everyone would die? But having sex didn't seem to be a problem for him. Maybe they No, I maybe... think he chooses when he envenomates. Yeah, I don't think it's a Midas touch oh. kind of. Well, see, that would have been more interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> I wasn't Anything would have been more interesting. How weird is uh, Zosia Mamet's role in this? Zosia, 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 um, who plays his uh, girl in the chair. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. And it's she was weird abused. that all their scenes were shot like separately and almost certainly at another date. And she has like no fucking presence in the film apart from that. And she's a, an actor of a certain stature, status. Yeah. And you kind of go fuck are you doing here and it's not like when harry dean stanton turned up in the avengers and you go like what the fuck are you doing here this is awesome it's more like hmm. why why are you here what what are you yeah. what are you bringing to this film other than um yeah your <laughs> ridiculously good quality um video cameras all across the city mm. yeah but yeah just a really odd but that wasn't Whoa. even her technology. He bought all of the technology and he hired someone to do all of the detective work. So what does he do? He's not even much of a villain. Like he can't even do his own dirty work. No. I think you could have plugged anyone into her role. Like, and yeah. like it could have been like just like an extra. Like, oh, uh, guess what? You're getting a double double rate today. You, um, <laughs> yeah. you could have you could have Sign plugged you. anyone into almost any of these. Don't roles. read that bit. Mm. Yeah. But like to have somebody for the villain to interact with as like a crony, there was yeah. like no story reveal about him, his past, any motivations. It was yeah, real mystery. He's clearly just hired her. It's like yes. they yeah. got her on fiber or some shit. Like <laughs> it's not like he's promising her eternal life or anything. It's just like you know, it's just like fuck. I need someone to keep an eye on these models. <laughs> yeah, can you you're okay like, to just. Can you do fifteen an hour? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is it evil fifteen or like yeah. a good fifteen? No, and yeah, are you totally. any good at composite sketches? Because I've got these visions in my head. Yeah. I need to get on. Oh, paper. there's some bullshit there, isn't there? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like... Uh, I, are we in a spoiler territory yet? Uh, no, we, we, yet. we like technically we're almost at the time. We, like really around this time we should rate this and then do, look at a clip and but then But there's so many things I want to hate more. Sure, you can hate <laughs> after in the spoilers. Maybe that'll help. Maybe I can infuel your hate by going, all right, okay, let's do the quick rating and then... Okay, how about this? Sure. What are the things we liked? And then okay. we'll go into dislikes. Sure. 
Give me okay. give me two things that you liked about the film. I don't care. I don't even care if it was the seats were comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we did have recliners. Thank you. For mine didn't yes fucking work, so the... fuck it. I didn't even get that. Oh, oh no. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> I enjoyed. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I I can go very easily. I've got two go things sure. I liked about it. Yeah. Uh, one, based on this review, people won't actually go and see it because it's not worth their time. And two, mm. uh, I think uh, happy everyone got paid. There, ah. that, yeah, I'm I'm glad it employed a lot of people to do some work. Uh, okay. Wouldn't wouldn't be afraid to scrub that one off your resume though, and just be like, yeah, I was in Madam Web. Okay. I yeah, uh, I liked that. Dakota was interesting for the first five minutes and I was surprised. Five minutes only. And then I also liked that the childbirth uh, included no labor. At all. At all. No blood. No blood. And and, no a, and a very healthy three-month-old child. Yeah. <laughs> um. that's, the, that's the spider venom. <laughs> of course. Uh, Sorry. That's yes. a side effect. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't give it a Come numerical a rating. Shit. Not yet. We'll, we'll wait. Uh, we, we do, we're doing the things that we like oh, and right. then we do the first. things that we don't like. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Travis, okay. do you have anything that you did like? Um, I like the cast generally. Uh, I, you know, I think Dakota Johnson, like she's, she might've been right for the role as originally written in whatever shape the, the script was in. She's not right for this role, which is like anchoring a, a kind of minimally written, pretty clunky story uh with, with like not much support from the script like there's like uh, a certain type of actor can do that a certain kind of actor needs more sort of tools just around them in terms of the character's journey or just you know stuff to do things to say uh you know when kind of sold short on that level you know you just kind of get this sort of deer in the headlines thing but she seems aware of it <laughs> so there's you can enjoy it kind of ironically um i find it amazing like they got to do reshoots um, and I bet there was someone screaming on the phone not that long ago trying to get Sydney Sweeney for more reshoots because, like, she's in a really small role here <laughs> comparatively. Like, she's sort of part of the ensemble. And between filming that and this being released, like, she's blown up incredibly. Uh, and the film doesn't use her to any good effect at all. All the other two uh, sort of spider women actors. I mean, uh, the, the, she, she can do Taekwondo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not going to see it in the film, but she can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah look, there's not like, it's not much else. Um, it was pretty short, you know. Um, some of the cinematography was fine. Um, it, Even that shit. Man, it's man. a complete ramshackle patchwork mess of a film. Sometimes I like to say with every, a lot of every, fingerprints on it. Sometimes I like to say um, everything was in focus and uh, all of the sets were nice yeah. and I can't even say but that. But all those about fingerprints are good because it's like when everyone in the Senate killed Julius Caesar and it's like we've all got a sick of knife in him, so we're all guilty together. And that's how I'm I'm approaching it. It's like okay. <laughs> this was still meant to just be the things that you liked. And I yeah. would... oh look I, I got to actually I said cast and there are more there's more than one person in the cast. So that okay. yes. I I will go with you on that. I do think the the only thing that I can actually attribute any kind of positives to the three girls, um, Sydney Sweeney, uh, sorry, and I need to uh, look up the other two because I don't have it in front of me because I'm not prepared and I'm Isabel sorry. Isabel Merced and Isabel Celeste O'Connor. Yes. Those three girls are the most interesting and excited people in this film. Yeah. And they, any scene that they're in, 
where they're acting against Dakota Johnson make it abundantly clear how bored Dakota Johnson actually seemed to be. Um, and I also will give a shout out to Adam Scott, who's giving it a red hot fucking go to do anything interesting. I mean, he's struggling, but he's given it a red hot fucking go. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the only things that I can okay. say that I liked. So quickly, two things we disliked. Oh, God. No, that's the whole spoiler on, section for me. Yeah, just pick two. Just pick uh, two. Okay. Or, or one really big one. <laughs> fuck. Everything. Um, no, that's, that's, that's too harsh. Look, uh, ultimately, I have seen worse films. I think I've just reached a, a, a I've had enough limit of all mm. of this sort of stuff that's coming up. So this one is why it's like, this is getting the full wrath of like, actually, you're also carrying the burden for the rest of the shit that has come out before prior to you so like unfortunately you're just the the point of anger that is 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 getting to take the brunt of all this well there are many other worse films that are out there i'm just uh, tired of this i'm tired of life i want to be like dr manhattan and sit on mars and not watch another one of these films uh, and i cannot recommend people going and seeing madame webb because it adds nothing it added and i think that's the thing that made me the most angry it adds nothing it adds nothing and it fits nowhere within the cinematic Sony-verse that they've got. There was no way to fit this in with Venom movies or Morbius or Craven that's coming out. Or like or anything. Tom Holland or no. anything. I made a call just- after the Deadpool 3 trailer came out and I said before I saw this movie and I stand by it, that if at the end of Madam Web a tiny TVA doorway opened up and Deadpool stepped out with one of those sticks and just lit up Dakota <laughs> Johnson and all of that piece and it just started to fade away, he goes, well, that's done, and walks back out, I would have been like, top movie, great time, love it. Look, they might reshoot that and put it in an end credit scene for Why Deadpool not? and Wolverine. Who knows? I would love to see that. All right, well, Dion, ratings then? Uh, yes. Yeah, five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not worth the time <sighs> it took to make it. Oh man, I'm torn. Jill? I gave I gave Mortal Engines ten because I hated it. I gave Matrix Four nine because I hated that more. But I don't know. In the damn, in the moment, I wasn't so viscerally filled with hate. I was just confused. So I might just have to give it a ten because I mean. The, the girls were enjoyable. They were the only ones that were, like, invested in actually acting and everybody else was just kind of there. And that makes me yeah. even angrier. The The thing that pisses me off is that this is a female-led superhero movie and it has done such a disservice to itself and to the genre because there are just so many men that will actively hate a female-driven movie. And this is, like... Perfect ammunition for that because it's garbage. But the shitty thing about it is the 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 fucking dickhead men who you know will go out and say we need to boycott a film and stuff like that went out and they spent all of their impotent rage on the Marvels, and they don't give a fuck about this film because they expected nothing from it. So yeah, they know of... it's going to kill over anyway. You know, like it exactly. can't have a stench of death on it. And know, that much on the first trailer drop, yeah. Yeah, well, ever since we heard about in- investigating spiders in the Amazon with my dad, my mother who is dead or something like it that. It just makes it so hard for 
female projects to get any sort of traction or be to be taken seriously by anybody when you release fodder like this into the universe especially when you've got some big names in there that people are like oh that's a big name and and sydney sweeney who did this way before she got most of her other film projects that are going through right now she's like oh yeah i was in that i forgot you know trav do you do you have a numerical score out of 100 Oh, you uh, give it like fifteen. You know, like it's it's fine. It's uh, it's not fine, but it's, <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, whatever. It's pretty abstract. Sure, okay, it's fine. Um, cool. All right. Uh, I really Sweet. don't care. I was oh, going to say sorry. fuck you, buddy. No, I'd actually <laughs> like to give my numerical value on this. Um, give me your numerical I'm, value. I would. I would. So there are two things that I will give it points for. Mm. Um. The the scene in the baby shower where Dakota Johnson makes the baby shower awkward as fuck, that was actually funny. And if, like you, your favorite memory of your mother, she's dead. That okay. That was that was a thing, and I thought it played. And the three girls who were clearly thought they were gonna be in a different film than what they were. Yeah. Um and so for that, from me, I will give it the princely score of eight because um, I still thought, like, it offended me on so many other levels. Sure. Um, Especially not the least you like... of which as a, as a Highlander fan and we... <laughs> Sorry? As because you also like Spider-Man. Like, you like Spider-Man. I also, I like, I like Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man films. I like the idea of a Spider-Verse. I'm intrigued by the idea of the living web of the universe that has been expounded through across the Spider-Verse that is what Madam Web's using to experience different points of time. I like the idea of a character who is clairvoyant who can actually, you know, interact with different versions of the universe. I'm fascinated by that. This is not that film. This is a terrible piece of shit. This week, I had to write a two thousand word essay on Primer, the uh, oh, budget indie oh yes time travel film. So any depiction of time travel in yeah. cinema right now, and then next week, are you nothing uh, to me? So next week, are you also writing a two thousand word uh, extract on Primer, and then the week after that, you're doing a two thousand word extract on Primer, and then the week after, actually, that, no, he, uh, if you if you you remember Primer. Dion, he's actually been in a box and he wrote it last week. Yeah, he's gone back and did. It. I mean, I remember you doing that three years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how my brain feels right now. I did yeah. figure out the the grand unified field theory of the Terminator franchise, though. Oh, good. Which I'll just take another time. But I, I was just like, oh, this is how it all makes sense. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to go to a clip, and then we're going to come back and do. Spoilers. Can you make it a shit clip? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. Well, the, I had two clips, I don't and think one any of, other choice. One of them is better than the other one, and you know what the good clip? The good clip is the good clip is the one which is like get. I have to get off the train because it has a, a bit of action. But no, I'm going to go to the other one, which is when she demands to drive as a paramedic. That's what I'm doing. I need you at the triage. Wait, O'Neal. Will you let me drive? What are you talking about? I, just, I don't know. I just have a weird feeling. Look, you had a bad experience on the job. Don't let it mess with your head. Happy fun. Uh, yeah. So that was a shit clip uh, of a shit okay. film. 
I have my oh, notes wait, out wait, open. Wait, wait, sorry. Okay, Hang on. Go. Spoiler logo must go on. Spoiler logo. I'm making it much yeah. bigger than anything else. Warning spoilers. Okay. If you uh, haven't seen Man of so Web, the- wait, if you haven't seen Man of Web, enjoy. <laughs> then please <laughs> <Yeah>. stay. <laughs> Honestly, you probably you are yeah, yeah, this. Yes, I know. Then you are I got the volume. It's okay. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so my favorite thing about this movie was the lack of physics and just the, the nonsense. <laughs> there was a point where she had stolen an ambulance, which is like the biggest dick move as an ambo to steal a colleague's yes. ambulance. I'm sorry, but what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Like that was the moment that I actually got angry at her as a character because she's a paramedic yeah. who has a, 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 an ambulance pull up at the house next to her, clearly going in for something quite serious, yeah. and then she says, sorry, guys, and then steals their fucking ambulance. <laughs> Fuck that person she's, in uh, She's driving through a tunnel trying to catch up with the bad guy who's about to kill the three girls and Ben Parker and his sister. She's driving and through a tunnel. those two aren't going to fucking die, right? Like, I know that suspicion right? disbelief is a part of this yeah. whole thing. But also, but that thought. it's hard to tell these things. But how did she go from the tunnel to emerging out of a brick wall building into an intersection? Magic. She's literally one moment driving through a tunnel, and the next, she's exploding out of a wall about two stories up into an oh, intersection. See, the first part was a vision she was having of her not catching up with them, and then the yeah. second part was what she actually did to catch up. You got to remember. <laughs> oh, I can't. You, you got to remember. <laughs> you got to remember. Primer, that would have made sense. Jill, you got to remember that the spider universe is a series of webs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number of tubes. <laughs> the other good way. one was uh, where the uh, the fireworks factory is blowing up, but the shrapnel oh. is bursting back in. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. And where but, an errant firework blasted all through a brick wall. Why in yes. the fuck would you set the main problem at the end, the denouement, the end of your movie, is is not someone attacking someone else. It's not like a Dr. Octopus has destroyed a you know giant Hadron Collider or anything. It's like, oh, there's a fire at a fireworks factory. It's like, this was written by AI. Do you know AI. why? Because she has no powers. That's <laughs> the, like, this is the problem with the film. She has no powers at all, and so she has to rely on either driving cars into people or mm-hmm. jumping, you know, trucks over people or exploding a whole fucking fireworks factory so that anything interesting can happen. Well, so you, could, you could tell an interesting Madam Web story, right? But it wouldn't be an action movie. I think that's uh-huh. the key. Like, if you were going to like explore these powers and what that means and do something interesting with it, then you know, car chases and uh, like a fire at the fireworks factory—that sounds like a job for fucking Popeye. <laughs> there was also no, one you- more one more physics moment that annoyed me, and it was the uh, the truck crashing into the ambulance. There's quite a lot of disregard for uh, the paramedic service in New York because it doesn't matter if you have lights and sirens on; nobody's going to give a fuck. And so there's an ambulance that gets T-barred by a truck and when it pans out of the accident from above, you see the car crash site. You see the skid marks of the truck trying to stop that still hit with force. And then other side of that is a pier about 100 metres away. So I don't know where this truck was going in such a hurry, but he certainly stopped 
Mm. <laughs> he, I, th- he I think the thing about there. continuity errors and shit like that is that if you're emotionally invested in like the narrative, you don't really give a shit. Like yeah. we've, all, we've all forgiven a lot. It's like, oh, but that wouldn't happen. Who cares? It's awesome. And when yeah. you're not invested, mm. that's when you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, why is that happening? Yeah. Also, the physics of the of the spider people, the Los Aranios, um, the the early in the film you see them in their red painted skin and their black shit webbing thing, and then you see them jumping through the forest, and their physics was just bullshit. It was just like hoppity hoppity hoppity. I'm like, fuck you. This is terrible. No, uh, I my, my favorite error in the old oh. continuity error. Um, which I say, if, you know, if you're emotionally invested, you don't know this is shit. But in in the big yeah. climax where they're fighting um, on a building with a big sign, yeah. uh, and we've had a premonition of like a, a, a dude getting crushed under a giant falling s, and then in the fight there's a giant falling s, and the dude gets crushed under the giant falling s, and then we cut back and he's crushed under the letter P. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, because this film is P.S. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do you miss that? Um, <laughs> because no I'm, one I'm is guessing paying because attention. In, in the no premonition vision, as they realize they can't have somebody being attacked by a giant bee, um, they just would have looked silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But okay, I do want to talk a little bit about that particular uh, uh, sequence at the end. Um, we, we discussed it straight after the film, um, and it is a thing that anyone who's a fan of this will immediately go, hang on, did you just rip off the end of Highlander? Well, homage. Let's go with homage. But, yeah, it's <laughs> clearly kind. Um, modelled or at least, you know, in part sort of tipping the hat or stealing, if you prefer, from the, the climate, <laughs> like the Silver Cup disco battle um, at the end can, of Highlander. Can I ask, yes. like, like, one of the things I thought was the worst about it was even though we only got to see the spider women in action at the start of this film... And then they just become ladies in peril for the rest of yeah. the time, even though all the way up to the end. And in the end, like, you know, uh, Madam Webb doesn't even defeat the guy. She just makes sure that he gets hit by something falling debris at the right time. And then she has a bunch of stuff that happened to her. And then suddenly they're all living together in a loft. I don't understand how uh, you can, like, just abduct three children and it's posted in a newspaper within an hour and oh, then on. you're like, one's an illegal immigrant who's, yeah who's that who's like Kara got deported so like you can probably get her under the radar sure and uh and another one's a rich kid with absentee parents so like just you don't, know, you, like, don't you remember they gave you their backstory one after the other oh, after the I, other yes very I, neatly i twice. understand that we can we can sort of get there but i just kind of went it's just fucking dumb and this is the thing. Maybe this is, it should have gone earlier. This is the one part of the movie that I liked, mm. and the, and I actually kind of went. I really liked that 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 moment in the film spoke to me. It's when Dakota Johnson is standing there, like on the run with these three girls, and she just looks all at all of them and says, "Look, I don't want to be here any more than you guys do." And then, <laughs> and then she proceeds to leave them and just go away. And I was like, "I get you, Dakota." You were just standing there going, I don't want to be here, but, but I have then to she, the, the, Then we deal with the the magical, uncertain distance forest um, where the distance between where they're dumped uh, in the forest and a, a roadside diner yes. is apparently half a mile um, if you're gonna, walking. I was going to say, I don't think diners like that were such a big thing in, thing in 90s America, like middle of nowhere 90s America. Well, I, no, it's 2003. 2003. 2003. 
Even um, then. You can tell because they played Toxic. <laughs> Did they? Is that the yeah. song? Yes. And the, funnily enough, they, <laughs> so one of the other people who was going to come in here tonight and actually defend this film, um, and I then realised later was actually taking the piss, um, uh, said... That, you know, also don't forget the toxic. So this is a film that was, you know, by the looks of it is meant to be set somewhere in the summer of 2003. Toxic wasn't released until November 2003 and wasn't a single in 2004. So. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Good work, everybody. Speaking of music, you did, as you, you showed me something a bit earlier, Quinny, the, the theme to Madam Web. <gasps> Explain some of that for, for everyone. Um, you, have you got it there? Is it playing now? I've got it. I can start playing it if you want. It'll come okay, in the background. Okay, go on. Give them a little bit of a listen to it. It's, yeah, we're going to have to take your word for it because we can't. I know. It's it's moody. It, it's got a bit of that sort of like, there's a bit of French horn in there. It goes up. It, you know, it's it's that, stand, that bog standard kind of, you know, theme thing. Uh, but what this music track actually does is, is plays the Madame Webb theme. And then compares it, like, after a few seconds to another uh, bit of Sony, which is now coming. Uh, this is the music for the Spider-Man PlayStation game, which is just... You may recognise some similarities. <laughs> ah. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, there's the French it's... horn. The same French horn, just, just slightly lower. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially exactly the same piece of music. It was, it's it's offensive. How it's yeah. I, this whole film felt a little felt a little bit like, hey, can I just copy your homework and I'll yeah. change it enough so that nobody notices. Um, I, I have a pet peeve vis a vis Spider Man and music, um, which I I remain pissed off about to this day. Okay, so Spider Man Homecoming, really fun film, uh, and you know, set in Queens and. Uh, the Ramones are on the soundtrack when he goes out and he's like nabbing minor criminals and shit. It's playing, uh, Blitzkrieg Bop. Perfect. Wonderful. Spider-Man far from home. Okay. Uh, and when he hooks up with MJ at the end, they play a Ramones tune and it's uh, I want to be your boyfriend. Beautiful song. Great little moment in the film. And then Spider-Man no way home comes along. No fucking Ramones. <laughs> now why this, particularly sticks in my craw is that the Ramones covered the theme to the 60s Spider-Man cartoon. And if you yeah. had like whacked that just over the end credits, fucking five stars, all the Oscars, fuck Titanic. You can have 15. And I, I also like that some eagle eyed person picked out that they reused footage from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in Madam Web Did as they? well. Yep. Really? What? Yep. Look, look, at least it wasn't the Twin Towers. No, no, it was. It was the. It was the bit at the end where he like run like Ooh. bursts out and runs up the like the thing, and there's a shot of a building as it goes up, and it's the same shot that they used at the end of Madam Web, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, you know. Wow. I mean, it's okay. You own it, I guess. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. It's Sony. Sony has a cross-dimensional platform, and I can understand them pushing out movies. And this is where I think you were talking about earlier, Trav. Uh, they may be pushing out movies to in order to keep the license because they're making enough money off things like games, which oh, Spider-Man games are amazing. Spider-Man's the most valuable IP on the planet. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. Um, but, it, but that's a weird choice because, like, 
it's not like an iconic shot, so it doesn't work as like a deliberate homage. Yeah. It's not like, you're not going to no. go, oh, it's just like that fucking scene in, in the Raimi Spider-Man. No. <laughs> it's but just kind of like, really? It's like, um, it's, or like, does this happen all the time? And I didn't notice. It's, it's like Michael Bay possible. reusing the highway chase from the island mm. and then Transformers. He's just like, oh, yeah, I've got a bit of that footage. I'll just yeah. chuck that in there. we got a highway chase here. I've got a bit of this. Movie. I'm going to shoot that again. Fine. You know, and um, if you want to see a movie which uh, pays respect to uh, EMTs and ambulance workers, it's Michael Bay's Ambulance. <laughs> I do actually still want to watch that. Fuck, I love that film. Jill, what else have you yes. got on your list? Oh, okay. Um, let's talk about the spider powers because uh, when her mother was pregnant, she was bitten by one of these magical spiders and the powers are transferred into her as a as a child. Uh, but she does not actually develop the powers until she has a near-death accident. Um, which gives her the psychic ability. Yes. Uh, but we find out later in the film that it was because she was born with an autoimmune disease that's going to cause blindness later in life, and so her mother was trying to find a cure for that. Oh, also uh, she hates her mother for for dying. But anyway. He resents her mother that she's never met because she grew up in foster care and became really well-adjusted and is in a, you know, pretty amazing role as an EMT, which is like yeah. not a, a job to... There's got to be some wilderness years in there. There's got to be some like (laughs) off the rails, like drunk and promiscuous years and then cleaning up and then getting a responsible job. Yeah, I, but of course I, I, we don't see any of that. Thing. Yeah, I was just going to say. We don't get to see any of that. I was just so. going to say, it's like, how many, how many EMTs do you know? Because, like, their coping mechanisms are just, like, off they're the charts. Healthy. Like, they're yeah. fine. Anyway, <laughs> they've invented this resentment, but she manages to confront her mother through a premonition of the past uh, and says, oh, I thought you hated me, but you really loved pit. me. <laughs> but then, oh, What's the one in Star Wars? She's like, okay, so yeah, the, the, the spider bite cured the autoimmune disease, but no, she has another near-death accident and it just seems to accelerate the autoimmune disease and she does end up blind anyway. But not just that, but also a paraplegic. Yeah. Did they lean yeah. hard on that? I don't recall if they, like, I know the blindness, but did they say, oh, she's a, like, she'll never walk again? Did they, well, she is in a, did, in a, in a was in wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah, but that might have been just, you know, like fresh out of a hospital. Like, I don't know. She's also wearing pretty, the worst It's pretty Professor glasses. Xavier kind of a wheelchair. Mm. Don't, they don't really just give those uh, out. Oh, I can't wait to see them race. Because uh, <laughs> 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 it's a multiverse, right? Wait, Stuart or McAvoy? <laughs> a, special, um, a special third, Xavier, that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, exactly. Judy Dench. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's the special third is Xavier. She's Cassandra Nova. Judy yeah, yeah. Cassandra. I'd watch that. Fuck yeah, I would watch that too. Absolutely. Um, so this this is a universe that I feel like Uncle Ben should probably be happy to be killed off out of. Um, <laughs> but this is the thing that we haven't mentioned at all and is the, probably the closest thing to actual spoilers that we can talk about. Um Funnily enough, there is uh, there is sort of the the appearance of Spider Man in this film because at one point in time, uh, a a young pregnant woman is imperiled who happens to be Ben's sister in law. Um, in law, sorry, yeah, yeah, mm. um, and therefore we know that uh, that baby will one day be Spider Man. Um, but wait. But we yes. didn't. We didn't see Marissa Tomei, who's 
been. No, no because she was never quite mentioned. Uh, but also because we don't know what fucking seeing someone and like you know it's and yeah, it never quite says her yeah. name. Yeah. But this is the thing that shits me about it is that they they kind of dance around that. They're not they're not going to mention May. They'll they'll mention Richard and and Mary Parker. And Richard's um, kept completely off camera, so it's kind of got this weird kind of like virgin birth, like Christ child thing going on. Yeah, which uh, is <clears throat> intentional. So here's the thing that I've I've uh, read about what the original version of the story was, and oh, I'm not right. okay. Okay, so this is the 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 one that I've now. This is other screenwriters who've talked about reading early drafts who said that this was the original concept. Okay. Initially, it was going to be a bit of a time travel story of Cassandra Webb putting herself back in time into her own body or something along those lines, who knows, um, in an effort to stop the young Peter Parker being killed um, so that, to make sure that he is still born. Um, and to keep him safe, she takes the girls from the still future. Still born, not stillborn. <laughs> still, yes, still being born, not yes, exactly. Good point, well made. Um, Successfully brought to <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, the the idea that she goes back to protect her and to make sure that Peter Park is born, she takes the three girls with her. Um, and the idea being that the, the initially it would be three spider-powered girls um, from the future um, who would be going back and then, you know, trying to protect this baby. And I'm like, okay, there is the hint of an interesting concept there. It's a bit Terminator. Sort of. It's a bit Terminator, and I mm. think, yeah, like if, if they'd pulled that, we all would have gone, fuck, it's derivative, isn't and it? And a bit uh, um, Days of Future Past. The movie yeah. very much so so you can see why they kind of avoided it but at the same time that to me makes a hell of a lot more fucking sense than like it also gives you an explanation as to why almost every single line of ezekiel sims dialogue was re-recorded um like and it was jarring because he's normally a good actor um pardon me i made a note and then i erased it <laughs> Taha Rahim, who was in A Prophet, which is incredible. Um, and Mary Magdalene, which wasn't, but he was good in it. Uh, the Mauritanian. Uh, mm. Yeah, like really, really top-notch uh, actor. Again, it doesn't seem like there's a real fault with anyone who was in this mm. kind of... It just seems like all the notes that came across the desk were like alluded to, going, maybe we'll do this, or maybe it'll be that, or how do we make this? How do you make clairvoyance a superpower? Like it's mm. not, never was so, a superpower. There was yeah. a point so, with Ezekiel when I, I turned to our friend who was next to me and I was like, uh, "Is he supposed to be Irish?" <laughs> I was like, "Because I can make that work." Because we had Irish silver miners down in like South America in the eighteen hundreds. So like, there's a and I was like, "Fucking surely not!" No, no, no. They don't expect you to do that much homework. But yeah, like that voice performance was like all over the shop. Yeah, I have a feeling that that's. A, why his performance is so fucking weird. Mm. Um, but also it explains a little bit about why there is this two distinct versions of him running through the film. Yeah. You've got Ezekiel Sims, barefoot time traveler guy. Um, mm. And if you look at him in, you know, his uh, rich man um, compound at the start, it doesn't look like it's the same fucking time period. Mm. Like it's much more you know, modern day and stuff like that. 
And then you've also got evil Spider-Man who shows up at alternate times and seems to be almost an entirely separate character. Yeah, those characters never sort of gel together into like a cohesive, like on-screen identity. Like you never get the sense that they're the same guy. Like even when the film is explicitly telling you, it's like, mm, really? You never hear him speak in the yeah. suit. It's not you like never... Charlie Sheen in Wraith, where when the Wraith turns up, you're like, that's Charlie Sheen. Yeah. yeah. To, it's to it's think a completely of a separate film. entity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do, uh, oh, sir. Oh, no, Quinny's gone again. Uh, Stop moving the camera. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You've gone, away. You've gone away into the stilted hell uh, that is this. Um, as I said, stop moving the camera around. I got really angry at that. <laughs> yeah, the camera work was terrible in this. Like, I yeah. could never understand. It's Quinn Headroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a little bit like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, the camera work was shoddy at best. Everyone looked like they were on a green screen. Occasionally, people would stand around going, why am I here? Like, I don't understand. why. What's this scene? What does it do? I don't get it. But also, like... The, the camera work where they're trying to, you know, make things exciting. <laughs> this is a perfect example of the camera work. This is what the camera where you need like. to, like, okay, psych. <laughs> Slows down. Am I back? Yeah, yeah, good guy. I think good, look, I just sorry. heard some thunder outside, so I'm guessing that it's like uh, it's it's playing tricks with things. I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're in the same uh, suburb, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm fine. <laughs> I'm I'm um, also from the future and in the past. Oh, yeah. um, Can this be uh, more like we, Prince of Darkness? Yeah. It is a good time travel movie. Yeah, I just every time that like the Spider-Man flipped upside down, and the camera decided to flip with him. Yeah, I was like, oh, there was oh, one really, God. really bad Stop one. It. Yeah, 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 it wasn't good. Yeah. We, we don't need to see it from Spider-Man's of... point of view. Hmm. Yeah, and and I did love the uh, one thing that a lot of people at the end got really angry about was how shitty the gloves were the costume on like Madam Web and stuff like that. You're like, fuck the terrible gloves. And I was like, that's a strange thing to pick on. But at the same time, not wrong. True. Mm. There's not much you can do with a just a basically a silk red dress that is what Madam Web wears and bandages around her eyes. You know, why and- he made that choice for? <laughs> well, I mean, oh, yeah, but it's like she's blind and she's paralyzed, so she's not dressing herself. Unless she's getting visions, and she's like, "No, let's go to the future where you put me in the slinky red one." Yeah. <laughs> How do we make her but hot? until then? I'm going to wear these stupid fucking sunglasses. Yeah. Oh my god, the sunglasses. Georgie. Yeah, look, the that costume design shot. wasn't great. I got to say, for an early 2000s set film like the costume design was not it like i lived the early 2000s fashion wise that was not it yeah but that's what but this is see this is why i say this was an executive idea of what that was like this no one was there going actually in the early 2000s it was like this it's like no 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 we all went to a diner and danced on tables and the owner of the diner was cool was cool with that and people would like you know make friends by dancing to britney spears that happened right and it's like oh that was about to go all deliverance yeah like that was (laughs) yeah that was situation That's not how this. Yeah, goes. it was not good. Uh, your best case scenario out of that is Thelma and Louise. And uh, like as as we have, it's been raised before. Like you know, they're making they're churning these films out, and I've reached my limit with it. Like Venom was okay. Um, like it was better Carnage than expected. Was not. Uh, yeah, Carnage was terrible. Yeah. Morbius was just a fucking 
absolute mess of a film that had no point. And now soon we're getting Craven the Hunter. Like, what do you think that's going to be like? Based yeah, on but that's Madden got Web? middle-aged Russell Crowe doing something weird. Like, I think he's going to do a Russian accent. And like, uh, oh, that that's a ticket. What is it? Yeah, no, I, I'm living for his accent work yeah, these days. It's yeah. going to be a lot of Come fun. On, what, was, what was Russell's latest movie that came out where he's doing oh, the, Exorcist? He's, yeah, the Pope. Pope's Exorcist. It's yeah, a, no, he's doing Italian. No, actually, his Italian is exactly the same as his Greek, by the, the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually quite enjoy the Pope's Exorcist. That's fair enough. But there was one, there's a war movie coming out with not... Uh, Liam, oh, Land of Bad. Land of uh, Bad. But that's from the director of Underwater. I know some people on Action Twitter who've yeah. seen it and they're like, it's pretty good. Like, it's a I just, solid old school like war movie. I just loved Russell job in that is to be the guy on a guy microphone a guy in a chair in a military uniform that looks like someone who who has been kicked out of the military because they can't do a push-up <laughs> and that's his thing it's like oh it's a war film i'm not doing basic training like <laughs> i'm not I'm not doing any of that shit <laughs> no fair enough rusty off you go um yeah any any more bad things to say about this because i think we've pretty much just said don't go um not worth I, your time. if this is a if this is a, a spider-man universe story i think mm. that peter parker should possibly just butterfly himself affect himself out of this fucking mm. universe that's what deadpool and the tva is for mm. <laughs> that's its own fucking briar patch yeah, um, yeah. But the bit look the all everything wrong with this film comes down to the fact that it is, it is franchise first filmmaking and it is designed not to tell an interesting story. Um, and I'm sure the screenwriters wrote something at least serviceable when they started, but it is there to set up sequels, which will probably never happen because like, geez, it's been pants at the box office to hold on to a property, which seems to be decreasing in value. Uh, to expand a universe which is kind of stunted and feels like it's about to get closed off anyway. Like yeah. this whole sort of uh, Sony Spider-Man universe, it's just sort of keeping the wheels turning until we get another Spider-Man film, wherever, whenever that may be, whether mm-hmm. Holland comes back or they get a new guy, whatever. But it's like, it's it's just like, you know, it, it's Hamburger Helper, it's Seafood Extender. It's, it's it's not the real stuff. Yeah. It's just mm. like what you mix in to make it go further. And it's like it's a waste of our fucking time. It's a waste of the the creatives' time and effort. I'm glad they got paid. Um, Dakota's uh, press tour has been just joy upon <laughs> joy. But like, fuck's sake, these goddamn films. I think we got to get away from this sort of shared universe thinking. Like, fuck mm. fuck the MC. I don't give a shit about it anymore. I don't give a shit about whatever. Like, I'm looking forward to whatever James Gunn does with Superman Legacy, but I don't give a fuck about the DC universe. Like, oh, yeah. Christ, stop, stop it. Like, I mean, the, the lengths you go to to tie these things together are having a greater and greater detrimental effect to the actual drama we're here to fucking see. To to mm. anyone, you know? to anyone though, who's watching all of these movies and just coming from, from a cinematic view, they're sitting there going oh wow it's getting convoluted and to people who've read comic books before are just like oh yeah we're hitting that point now yeah. like you know it's but you based don't have to do shit. the shitty bits you yeah, can yeah, yeah. The process of adaptation lets you get rid of the stuff that doesn't work no 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 you but know, like it's... deadpool 3 which is being directed by a man who's never made a movie i loved um you know uh, deadpool and wolverine uh yeah look you can bring Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine, you know, it's the comics, it's the multiverse, you know, people come from the come back from that all the time. Yeah, it doesn't mean you fucking should. It doesn't strike me as a smart creative decision. You know, folding the the mutants into the MCU through like, you know, multiversal shenanigans is like, well, that's fucking weak. So is there are smarter ways to do that. You know, and maybe. Or it could actually be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, but then, you know, when people can come back at the drop of that, and this is purely for like a laugh, right? You know, like everyone cried at the end of Logan and now we're like, mm. oh, cool, he's doing fart jokes. Yeah, but you like know, when like, you get to the point of you're pandering to what the fans want yeah. and at the, the at the detriment of like the actual good storytelling that you were doing earlier on. Mm. Yeah, like 10 and, years you know, we, ago. I wouldn't hold up the bulk of the, the X-Men movies as like paragons of cinematic storytelling, but, you know, no. that, that half of them are okay. <laughs> a couple of them are really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, there. But, yeah, it's, it's franchise thinking. That's what's fucking us. Yeah. It is, and and the, I think the the other problem is it's the lack of thinking. Hmm. It's it's a whole bunch of people who are going, oh, we need to be attached to this franchise. We need to have a shared universe. We need to have yeah. And Sony's been trying for a very long fucking time. Yeah, like they got to the end of their first Spider-Man run, and we're definitely going to have a universe. Look, you know, and then that one fell over again, and I went, oh, mm, fuck. Uh, okay, do it again. And now they're desperately trying to do all of that. And this one, they tried to tie it to, you know, back to, to fucking Andrew Garfield. Then they've tried to tie it to Tom Holland, but also it doesn't even work with those timelines. So, you know, in all of their mess, they're just untethering any fucking tetherers that they have to mm. anything that may give them some goodwill. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> I concur. Yeah, that's so anyway it's been this has been the periodic uh, table of awful yeah. <laughs> oh go on i know you want to don't see madam webb it's not worth your time hmm. to be honest like it'll yes, be definitely. on streaming within a yeah. fucking heartbeat right like it's not going to get a, a sudden surge over the next weekend no. <laughs> like like all the like all the fun like this isn't even a fun one like oh no it'll have a new life when you watch it on streaming oh, like well, showgirls or something thing, even before it like went before we saw it, I was like, I want it to be bad, but like in a good way, in a fun way that we yeah. can have a laugh at. But this was just beyond, beyond what <laughs> I expected. Like Aquaman, where I had a good time watching Aquaman because they were just like, yeah, I whatever. I definitely did laugh occasionally. Whatever the fuck's going on with that. He's like, you're just having fun with it because you're going, this one was just kind of like, are we serious? Are we not fun? We don't know what we're doing. We're giving it a go. We've got some notes. We're trying things. It's been cut to shit. Who knows what the fuck is going on? It's convoluted. I mean, Aqu mess. Aquaman 2, as you say, was at least some people kind of having a oh, nice no, no. time in the sun. I still haven't watched Aquaman 2. I'm in Aquaman. Mm. Oh, oh, right. Well, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aquaman 2 is, is uh, there are at least three people who had a good time making that film. Yeah. Um, mostly because they were shit faced. Um, sure. But Look, I don't maybe think the internet will, Maybe the internet will troll Sony like they did with Morbius and get them to re release it. <laughs> oh fuck! I hope so. <laughs> what do we do? Like, you have to go to create your own, like, the room viewing of Madame Web. So you know, and everyone stands up. You know, it says with great power, and everyone stands up and goes, "Comes great responsibility!" Oh, you know, yay! <laughs> or do we all have to go and act like we're blind and can't actually see? Where the are film? we going to throw at the screen in Madame? I don't, Web? I, I don't think we should be <laughs> cripping up for this. No, I, I no, no. A, no, no, let's not bridge too far. Unfortunately, WebHive doesn't work as like a, a nomenclature for the fans because, you know, <laughs> WebHive, they're like yeah. two different. Yeah. Uh, thanks, go together. Thanks for joining in to, tonight, Trav, for filling in um, to talk all things webtastic. Yeah, it's it been fun. fun. Um, yeah, it, it's a terrible film. Uh, it does have a certain camp value. I actually can see this getting claimed like down the track. <laughs> it's like a... Like a a cult thing. A camp classic. Yeah. Um, and an honest one, because it, it's not like Cocaine Bear where they tried to make a cult film. Oh, okay. And yeah. then yep. it's, 
not going to be a cult film. This is one where it's like, oh, they fuck. You know, it's kind of like Tank Girl. When when we first saw it, everyone's like, oh, they fucked this up, and now it's like, yeah, Tank Girl. Yeah, it's honestly, got a lot of charm, man. Madam Web had so many moments of it, just really trying to be earnest in its mm. delivery, and that's probably what's going to save it. Yeah. So yeah, terrible yeah. film may have some future value. Maybe <laughs> maybe they'll get together <laughs> eventually, and they'll have like Madam Web and Morbius and Venom and. Craven the Craven. Hunter come together as the not the sinister six. It would be like the sort of simple six mm. okay, to fight Spider-Man. Oh no! Oh yeah. Oh dear. What? Uh, yeah, and speaking of uh, Spider-Man, uh, what are we doing huh. next week? Uh, on Wednesday, we have to change. We're changing to Wednesday. Oh yeah. We're doing musicals. Why are we changing to Wednesday? Why, why are you doing musicals next week? Uh, why are we doing? There's been a few that have come out recently, but but they haven't really been advertised as musicals. What are you doing on Thursday? A Tuesday. We're doing on Tuesday. How you doing? (laughs) doing? On 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 this Thursday. What are you doing? Uh, Oh no, we're doing we're doing on Tuesday. Oh okay, I'm Thursday. Oh, you're doing you're doing. Doing Tuesday. Oh, Aubrey. Yes, that's right. We're going. We got the cheap seats then. We're going to be like five o'clock. Oh, no, we're no, we definitely yeah. did not get the IMAX invite. That's right. That's right. We're going to the IMAX to watch the uh, the made for TV series Frank Herbert's Dune. With <laughs> trust me, I had a look at that uh, the other day, and I was just to get into the Dune flavor of things, and I was just there going, "Oh wow, this is very early 2000s." And yeah. you can tell because it's got that Babylon Five 3D graphic shit that's going everywhere. And I was like, "Oh my god." I, uh, I rewatched the David Lynch because I went to watch uh, the first of the Villeneuve's and, of course, they've taken it off every streaming service Yes, um, ahead of the release of the sequel because, like, people will pay for it unless you're me because, like, I'm waiting to get, like, a... There'll be a 4K box set up the second one hits and I'll get that. So I wound up watching the uh, David Lynch, which uh, I recommend. That's a lot of fun. We, we've, we've talked about the David Lynch Dune. Um, uh, it was one of the most... Um, Freewheeling podcast we've done in a while. Yeah. Um, thanks to our good friend Magnus. Thank you, Magnus. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and on the uh, Dune uh, publicity circuit, uh, Zendaya's been wearing a David Lynch Dune t shirt. Bless that kid. I look forward. I look forward. What's, what's the guy's name who's playing, playing Fred? Fred um, the, uh, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. I'm looking forward yeah. to Austin Butler's musical career. To come out with a band and, and sing songs. It's just what, it's just, I don't make the rules. Now, Sting was a musician before he was an actor. You know that. Was Please he? tell me you know that. No. No, it wasn't just, just the bride. And next thing you'll be telling me that, uh, that that guy from the Rolling Stones uh, started that band before he played Ned Kelly. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Uh, yeah, no. Next next Wednesday, we're doing. Uh, you didn't tell me. You, you didn't mention it yeah. was a musical. What's it called? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You didn't say it was a musical. You didn't say it was, which yeah. is the, the Loki uh, movies that have come out that have been musicals, but not been marketed as musicals at all. Like Mean Either Girls right. and uh, Mean Girls, Wonka, Wonka. and uh, Wonka. Has Been Hotel. Has Been Hotel plus whatever other musical you want to talk about. And, uh, and Color Purple. Probably look ahead at Color Purple and Wicked, um, which you know the first trailer came for, and everyone's like. Where's the song? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Who knows about that? Yes, but that's next Wednesday, which I'll put in the yes. 
yes, Marvel's technically a musical just for that one. <laughs> I'll give you that. Thank you, everyone in the chat, for coming tonight. I'm glad you all made it. Yes. Thank you, everybody. So this very special periodic table of awful, and I don't wish to keep <laughs> this colour scheme. It sucks. Yeah, uh, no, we'll be, we'll be back to being it's awesome. not flattering to my complaint. No. Uh, thank not for you. anybody. No. This is, I think this is all because of uh, our graphic designer, Marcus, who was like, you should do this, and here's the logo. And we're like, well, I guess we're doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> he remade the logo. Oh, wait, look like we're going to have to do this. What colour scheme will it be? I don't know. Just press invert. That'll do. <laughs> Ooh, baby puke yellow. Wow. Good time. Thanks, Thanks everyone. everyone. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. With the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic. I'm slipping under the taste of a poisoned paradise. I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time... Stay awesome.